Welcome to Made in Science, the official podcast of the University of Stuttgart. My name is Wolfgang Holtkamp, and I'm Senior Advisor on International Affairs at our university and your host for this podcast. In this episode, we welcome Linda Meyer. She's a doctoral student at the Institute for Acoustics and Building Physics. In her research, she focuses on climate adaptation and specifically explores ways to include habitats for wild bees on house facades. Before she started her PhD, Linda graduated with a master's degree in environmental engineering from the University of Stuttgart. Today we are looking forward to find out more about Linda's research, the importance of species protection and how building houses will change in the future. Hello, Linda. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. In preparation for our conversation today, I noticed that the interest in bees has been booming. In 2019, we saw a petition for a referendum called Save the Bees. In Baden-Württemberg and Bavaria, the state parliaments passed a new nature conservation law asking for use of less pesticides, more organic farming, and the preserva preservation of meadow orchards. Against this background, how does all of this fit into your research? Um, because of this background, I uh, thought about um, opportunities to build some nesting ads or like uh, habitats for wild bees into the city, um, because we have a lot of sealed surfaces into cities, uh, especially into the hor horizontal um, um, surfaces. So um, I, I thought maybe it is possible to build it into the vertical surfaces because we have a lot of them and yeah, at some point they are not really pretty. <laughs> so I think uh, it could be better with some green and some nesting ads maybe and yeah, how, how this could work without damages for um, people and animals. I will research. And how did you end up with that topic? Uh, how did you, where did, where did you get the idea to get started on that? Um, so there are some nesting ads for bats and birds, which you can integrate into houses or into buildings. Um, but it's not a really common um, idea or not, not a lot of people know this. But um, at the same time, I think these so-called um, bee hotels uh, were yeah, coming up um, in the minds of people to put them into gardens. And I thought maybe we could not only put them into gardens, but even in um, houses. So this was the idea. Does this mean that every building is suitable uh, as a habitat for the wild bees? Or do they have to be located in certain areas, surrounded, for instance, by greenery? Uh, it would be perfect if there is greenery around and a lot of flowers, uh, with because different pollen and nectar, which is like the food of the bees, But um, also the orientation of the facade is uh, important. So the, the ideal uh, orientation would be south um, or southeast because you have a lot of sun there. But maybe it also works with other um, surfaces and orientations because if there is nothing else in the surrounding, maybe they, they use also this orientated facade. Your interest is on wild bees in particular. And they are in danger because if the uh, habitat 
is in the holes in the ground. Um, that is a problem because that is disappearing. Also, the food for them is disappearing. You already hinted at less greenery spaces. But how can these wild bees be actually attracted to uh, use then houses and certain spaces in the houses? Well, I think they are just flying around and searching for a house or for a nesting site like a hole. Um, and yeah, so if there are some suitable sites, maybe they just use it. So they have to be there before. So it's not that, that we build these um, things and they will arrive as, as soon as it is there. Uh, so, yeah. So they just don't move in uh, to their new apartments. Uh, but talking about the houses as such, um, why is it important to think about species protection when designing buildings, perhaps even in general? We have a, a big species loss and um, also we have a, a loss in the awareness, I think, of people. So maybe if, if more people come to cities like uh, the urbanization is going yeah we, we could teach them maybe a little more of nature so so it's both to to create uh, like habitats for for animals but also to to raise awareness of people and what role does your research play then in the bigger scale of the climate change how do you place that uh, for yourself and perhaps even in your work I would say for climate change, it's it's not the the most or the, the biggest driver of, of species loss. It's one driver, but not the biggest one. So especially with my research, which uh, which handles the hole nesting or cavity nesting um, wild bees, it's not that important because um, these are in general these are not spe specialized uh, bees. So they are really not the one who are really threatened. They are little threatened, yes, but not that much. I, I think the awareness is maybe more important if you have more people talking about possibilities like this. Yeah, they, they will maybe act more against climate change and yeah, more for, for green in the cities maybe. And, and they, they, yeah, they, they learn the, the holistic area which exists in ecology. Before pursuing your PhD, you studied environmental engineering at the University of Stuttgart. Why did you decide to go for that particular subject? I always was interested in um, biology and I, I always loved to go outside into the nature. And so um, after my graduation, I went to Ecuador for five months into a non-governmental um, um, organization. Um, I volunteered there into environmental protection, so deep in the rainforest. So um, there, um, after this, I made my decision, I want to do something um, with un environmental protection. And um, I, I looked which university does something have with this. Yeah, and I, I didn't want to go that far away from home. Um, so I decided to stay in Baden-Württemberg. And the University of Stuttgart um, has uh, this technical um, um, aspect. So, so I decided because maybe it's better, uh, yeah, there are better job opportunities. It sounds like a win-win situation, right? Uh, when the university offers something that you are interested in, and again, it fits your personal idea where you want to study, that's good. Um, how did you end up wanting to research house facades the way you do it now? After all, it could have been the roofs or 
I don't know, other parts of uh, of the uh, houses, the windows, for instance. But no, for you, it's the house facades. Why is that? Um, so I think this this has to do with my background at the institute. So we are dealing with um, indoor climate, for example. So it's a lot, um, yeah, dealing with the facades. And yeah, on for roofs, there are some solutions already. So it's not that innovative. Also with this uh, sealed surfaces into um, cities, uh, I came to the vertical surfaces, which um, at my, uh, in my opinion, a good um, opportunity. And was it clear to you from the beginning how broad a topic this would actually be and uh, how you could expand on your personal interests uh, that you have or were you just hoping for it and it turned out that way? I did my master thesis at the Fraunhofer Institute for Building Physics and I, I dealt with a totally different topic. It was exhaust gas and the cleaning of it with um, Yeah, so so it was totally different. But um, I after this, I came to the institute at the University of Stuttgart um, because my supervisor is uh, the same. And there I, I dealt with uh, climate, culture, um, responsive buildings. The, the topic was really broad. And yeah, after I, I didn't want to stay there in the first uh, time because I couldn't imagine to, to um, stay in research. But yeah, after after one year, I, I had the idea for my topic of the um, PhD thesis, and I was really in love with this topic. And my supervisor really liked this idea, so he um, supported me. And yeah, now I, I, I stayed there. Your work with the wild bees on the campus. Can you tell us uh, how to, what does it take to take care of them? Well, in fact, I don't take care of them. I just have these uh, nesting ads and I, I um, observe if there are wild bees uh, coming and what are they doing and um, how the facades influenced by these uh, nesting ads. Because it's a um, heat bridge, so you, you disturb the outer layer of the, of the exterior wall. And in reality, you would have energy losses through this. So I don't want to have en energy losses, but I want to um, support this wild bees. So I take some um, measurements of um, temperature, relative humidity, uh, stuff like this in the inside and outside. And um, with this, I can uh, calculate the um, heat flux, for example. And so I can calculate the, um, yeah, the energy losses. How has the interest of... Uh your fellow researchers been for, on, for that topic and uh, both on the campus perhaps those people who walk by do you get questions from them do you get emails uh, that you uh, can answer uh, on the basis of your research or how has the uh, scientific community reacted to that well I think um, a lot of people are really interested if, if I talk about my topic also because maybe you can imagine something uh, with this topic um, It's like, um, yeah, it's not that far away. So, um, yeah, and, and I, I think also the, the bee topic is, or the wild bee topic is really actual, like you said um, before. The people walking by, they, they ask some questions when, when I uh, did my measurements, uh, what exactly I'm doing there and for what it is. And I think also this difference between honeybees and wild bees um, is, is not that clear in, in uh, the heads of people. So I explained a lot. Um, yeah, I had some 
some emails of um, some um, associations um, in Stuttgart and they wanted to have a look on my, my setup, test setups. And um, yeah, so this is really, really nice if the, the people are interested and you can explain why you're doing this. Thinking about the way how cities will be built in the next years, what do you think will cities of the future look like? Well, I hope they will be greener <laughs> and have more more flowers and um, also um, roof greenery and facade greenery, but also concerned for the wild bees, of course. Um, I, I would prefer if there are more nesting sites also in the verticals, but also in the um, horizontal um, surfaces. Um, yeah, maybe that my, my idea gets uh, adopted. Do you have any advice for people who want to become active in species protection now. Are there any measures that everyone can take? If you have a garden, um, maybe you can also let grow some wheat because for some animals it's really uh, important. If you don't have a garden, you have maybe a balcony or something, so uh, you could also have some plants there. What is your personal goal doing your research? Um, I hope um, that it uh, raises the awareness of people so that we maybe go a little back to nature or like um, yeah, just, just knowing this, this holistic um, area and with um, that all deals with um, each other. So for example, that we need some plants and uh, we need some, yeah, some places for, for the animals. Um, I think... Yeah, maybe we we can take this back in the city for some species, not for all, but for some. Have you, in your outreach to the community, perhaps, offered presentations about your topic for the city community or even on campus for the student community? Um, yeah, I, I have a lot of uh, exchange with my uh, two supervisors. Uh, one is uh, Philipp Leisner from the Institute of Acoustic and Building Physics from my institute. And um, the other one is uh, Professor Leonie Fischer. She is um, the professor of the Institute of uh, Landscape Planning and Ecology. Um, so, But beyond this, I, I had an article in the um, University Communications um, and after that, um, a lot of people um, called uh, or wrote an email and um, told me that they, they are really interested into the topic. So this was really nice. Um, and also um, because of this um, article, I think it was also in the Stuttgarter Zeitung. So um, after this, I, I had some, some calls or news from um, um, associations, for example, um, Bienenschutz e.V. Stuttgart, and uh, they visited my test uh, setups and I explained a little the background. So, so they, they are more dealing with honeybees, but also they are interested into wild bees. Um, yeah, and, and I also contributed at a girls' day at the university this year. It was online because of Corona, but um, it was really nice to to. To, um, teach these kids a little about uh, wild bees and they were really interested and I think they, they had a lot of uh, fun. So yeah, I think it's really important to, to talk about this topic and yeah, to raise the awareness. Towards the end of our podcast, we have a section that is called Moment 7.
And in that section, we have collected seven questions that we would like to ask you. Um, at the same time, please answer them as shortly as possible. Moment one, Spätzle or Maultaschen? So vegan Maultaschen. <laughs> Moment two, one thing you could change about the world. Um, I think I'd like to have more respect for the environment, so um, for people, animals and plants. Moment three, do you have a book recommendation? Känguru Chroniken von Mark Uwe Kling. <laughs> Moment four. The best advice you have ever received. Um, you shouldn't compare with each other, so maybe not too much at least. <laughs> Moment number five. The favorite place on campus. I, I like to go in the forest Pfaffenwald. Moment six. If I could start all over again. I would do the following differently. I probably would take more classes in programming. And moment seven. Please complete the following sentence. Thanks to my studies, I know that. I know that you can teach you almost everything. Thank you. Thank you for this very informative talk, for making us aware of uh, the wild bees their situation, and also the changes that actually happening as we are talking uh, already in the construction world around us. We are very much looking forward to staying in touch with you and wish you and your research all the best and good luck with everything you do.